Hi guys, it's João here and just before we start I want to say that I don't know until when I'm going to, to do this podcast neither how frequently I'm uh, going to publish a new episode so it can be random um, I'm still testing new things uh, and I'm still learning but uh, if you like what I'm doing uh, hit that subscribe button to know whenever I publish a new episode and that way you can be more connected. Honestly, uh, it would mean something to me. Uh, yeah, so today's guest is Davi Sihori. Uh, although he was born and raised in India, he claims himself as half Brazilian, half Indian because of his parents' nationality. He has also a psychology background. Uh, he worked with a couple of startups and in the process he developed uh, interest in business and entrepreneurship. Now he's taking a master in management in Barcelona. So let's get started with this. Let's spread the world, but you have to stay home. Listen this show about things you might not know. Uh, hi Davi and um, thank you thank you for being here thank you for accepting my invitation thanks for having me João it's such a privilege to be here no man no Great, man. Um, yeah uh, since you are well let's say you are half Brazilian half Indian and um, you spend almost all of your time in, in India um, what can you what can you tell us about like the difference the main difference between the Indian and uh, where you are now in, in Barcelona? Well, um, there's a big difference because I was brought up with, by my mom, who's a Brazilian and my dad is an Indian. And my mom taught me everything about Brazil, even though I only visited Brazil once. So there's a big difference when you talk about India and the Western world, man. Like, India what, is very different. I mean, what, what are the big differences? What, what can you tell us? <laughs> well, Probably everybody knows this, that India is the most populated country in the world. And uh, because of that, it is so different because everybody's, the traffic is the worst in India. The weather is probably the worst in India. Pop, the pollution in India is very bad. Like the Indian pollution is probably the worst. But some of the things that I love about India is the food. Mm -hmm. food culture spicy. spicy butter unhealthy just <laughs> so lovely man but the funny thing about india is we have 29 states and every state has a different language yeah there was something that I, i i realized so you you don't have like a common language between between all the the countries right we don't we have 20 we have 19 official languages in which english is an official language and we have like about a hundred dialects so okay let's say if everyone speaks a different language how do you see the news you don't have like a national tv where where a guy speaks uh, what language well, every state has their own tv ah so you don't have a, a common t a television at all a mean, common newspaper we have well, i mean a common newspaper also publishes newspapers in different languages ah okay i got it i got it <laughs> so i mean there's yeah so, Where, where are you from? So in India, where are you from? 
So I was born and brought up on the capital called Delhi. Mm-hmm. How and many people? Dad's... How many people are there, by the way? In Delhi itself, there are about 19 million people. 19 million. <laughs> and what's the population of Portugal? 10. 10 million. <laughs> are you serious? <laughs> yes. You have almost <laughs> two times in, in one city. In one city, man. Yeah, in one city. It's crazy. And, um... I mean, the population is so big. I have a fun fact. We have this pilgrimage that happens in India. I don't remember the name correctly. So it's people come at the river called Ganga. There's, that's the biggest river in India. People come and take a dip or take a bath in the river. It's like a ritual thing. And 120 million people came for that pilgrimage in one day. Tell me, tell me that the river is, um, is not polluted. It is one of the most polluted Oh my God, and, and, and still people are going swimming in that polluted uh, river. And the reason why it's polluted is because in India, we don't bury our dead body. We like cremate them. So the leftover of the cremation is usually poured into the river. And that's why the river is mostly polluted. <laughs> okay. But yeah. No, but also I think, I think you guys in India might not be or might not have the, the same conditions about recycling and, and so on as we, as we have here in Europe. You guys, yeah. maybe you guys in India have other priorities and you don't, one of your priorities is not recycling, right? Mm-hmm. In this kind of, it's, India is kind of late, uh, behind the Euro- European standards and European living, but it's catching up. Bro, it's definitely catching up. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so because it's, it's important to recycle, it's important to, well, in uh, uh, countries with so many people, you guys need to, to take care about the environment. <laughs> Um, yeah, another thing that I just remember uh, is the thing about the cows. Oh, yeah. In India, like you guys respect cows a lot in India, right? Well, cow is something that is, um, let's say, it is very part of the culture, especially the religious culture in India, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, we do see, Indians do see the cow as part like part of the kingdom of god over there and like they worship the cow and all that stuff so beef and all that stuff is banned actually it was permissible but five around five six years ago it was completely banned beef was completely banned so, so you cannot you cannot touch the cow i'm telling you like if you kill a cow accidentally you're going to jail for five years dude you know okay that's, so it, well you should not kill a, uh, an animal but like go to a jail just for killing an animal well, i'm telling you man i'm telling you <laughs> like uh, oh man it is bad dude that's and, and uh, well and uh, the, like the laws in, in in india are so strict like like there are like if you kill a cow or it's just about cows i mean to be honest i was reading it once like if you are if you like if you have a harassment case somebody who's killed a cow will probably serve more time in prison than somebody who's had a has a harassment case or something like if you kill a cow man there's no way you're like if you're not caught by the police or the court the people are going to come and beat you up oh my god okay okay so it's it's a really 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 serious stuff you need oh, to yeah. really take care about cows. That's probably the best place for a cow to live in. 
Probably. probably. <laughs> well, to be honest, to be honest, most cows, a lot of cows in Brazil, in India, are stray. What do you mean you by know? that? Means they're walking on the street. Ah, like, yeah. You are driving, and you're going to see a cow in the middle of the road, and you cannot do anything. You have to wait for the cow to pass, and then you can drive. You have to respect the cows. Oh, you got to respect the cow, man. You have to respect the cows, definitely. <laughs> Otherwise, you go to jail. <laughs> oh, man, yeah, dude. Uh, yeah, that's, that's, um, that's a funny fact. And, and another thing, um, since there are so many people, as you mentioned, and so many things going on, um, how, how it is to do business in, in a country like, like India? What you do, well, you tell us. Let me come, bring up some facts, you know, something that I observed. I saw a big um, gap when it comes to poverty, poor people and the rich people. Mm-hmm. So there are people who are ultra rich and the people who are really poor, you know, that just shows, you know, how the economy on the structure works in India. India has a large GDP, has a large population. So doing in business in India could be very good because of the large population. But what I feel like when you talk about purchasing power about India, it is considerably very low compared to the US or Europe or anywhere else. So it's like a selective area to do business. You got to pick your businesses in India. You have to pick the right business. That that 1%. Yeah. Which is a lot in India. 1% is is a lot of people. It's a lot. Like about (laughs) one, like 1 billion people, 1% is like a, like what, like 10 million, you know? So yes, I mean, but, when it comes to ease of doing business in India, I think ease of doing business in India is ranked 116th in the world. So there really? are 100 and yeah, it That's, is very low. Yeah, it's slow. It's slow. It's slow. Why it's is that the case? Because of corruption. In India, corruption is like a big, big, big thing. And you cannot grow unless you are kind of putting money here under the table or there under the table or anywhere else. Yes, to get permit and all this stuff. Because you kind of, how, how can I explain it? You kind of don't have, um, let's say, people really don't care about paying taxes, right? They, they try to avoid it. They, no, one, no one gives a fuck. It's like... Oh, no, they don't, man. Yeah, and it's fine. In the end, in the, funny, the funny, because if, in, for example, in Portugal, if, if you don't pay a tax, uh, like say a ta- income tax or whatever, in the next day, you need to pay like double or triple because you missed the date. In India, if you don't pay it, it's, yeah, you need to respect, you need to respect the taxes and you need to. And how much is the tax in, how much is the tax in Portugal? Well, uh, let's talk about, it, it depends on, on your income, but um, yeah. if you, if you, well, if you receive a lot of money mm-hmm. um, as a salary, um, you might you might need to pay about half of uh, your profits. Oh wow! Uh, yeah, that's, that's a lot. That's, yeah, in that's India, it's about five percent. Five percent for a small slab, five, twenty, thirty percent max. But the funny thing is, we had a geopolitics presentation in Neada. And we came up with this data, which showed that only 1% of the population paid tax. You know, <laughs> which is a lot, to be honest. But it's it's still, that, but that's, that's a problem you guys have. Yeah, that's a problem to, to resolve. That. And that's why the government did something called the demonetization, where one day the president came on the television and he says, after 12 o'clock today, 
all of your 500 and 1,000 rupee notes are not valid anymore. Do you okay. get what I'm saying? Yeah, so from one time from another, your like, uh, let's say, real money, like uh, living money, your notes, your coins are not, are not worth it anymore. They don't worth nothing. Only, for, only the big notes. The big notes are 500 and 1,000. Okay. So people, how do the people evict tax? The only way they do it is they stored money in their houses, you know, they hid money. Mm-hmm. So they said, okay, from to, he, they came up, he came up eight o'clock in TV. The president came up eight o'clock and everybody was like excited to see him. Hey, what is up, man? Like, what is he saying? And he says, hey, bro, guys, from today onwards, like from 12 o'clock today, your 500,000 rupee notes are not valid. And, and, and I mean, for, for poor people, let's say, um, because of that uh, amount of inequality, it, it was okay because they probably they don't possess any any of those notes. But for rich people, what, what those guys did after, after that? Bro, okay, so immediately what happened was everybody, 8 o'clock, everybody ran from their house, took their cars, filled up their cars, bought all groceries, did everything because they wanted to get rid of the money. So you cannot use money anymore. Those five, so the India then came up with new notes. He came up with new 500 and new 2,000 rupee notes. And they were like, these notes will function. But if you take, so what happens is they're bringing that new fresh notes in the system. So everybody who gets that money out, now the government knows who has the money and who hasn't. So now they're keeping track if you're paying tax. There's a funny thing in the state of Gujarat, so the thing is, if you come up with, you could submit your cash after that to the bank, but the government will cut like 80, like 50% or 90% tax out of it or something. There was a guy who brought in the bank $1 billion cash. He had cash, $1 billion. Just, just, just a funny, just for, for fun. Do, do you know what th- that guy used to do or what it was? I have no what? idea, man. I have no idea. $1 billion. Oh, my God. $1 billion in cash. And imagine the government took 90% of it. 90%. 90% they taxed the guy out of the $1 billion. Well, I, I, think, I think it's better to have 10% of a fortune that... that... <laughs> That doesn't have nothing. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's, that's just a, a slice, uh, a small slice of the, the, the big pie. I mean, yeah, I mean, it is, it is, it is a big mess. India is trying to clean up, but everybody knows that the richest people in India are the politicians. Really? Yes. Or, the richest people in India. All right. So. So the, the only way you get rich in India, let's say, if you have some connections with, uh, with the politicians. Well, it is definitely easier to grow if you have connections, depending on what kind of business and all you want to do. Yeah, of course. But starting from the bottom, when it comes to getting permits for your business and all, it takes a lot of... When I came to Spain, people were like, bro, the bureaucracy in Spain is so bad. It takes so long to like get things done here in Spain. And I was like... When I got things done, I was like, that is fast. Because if I was in India, it would take 10 more times, like 10 times more the time it would take in Spain. Yeah, yeah, I got it. I got it. And uh, I, I think also the same. I think here, the, the, at least in my opinion, there was not, if I, if I would rule, I would like avoid any, like as much, as much legislation as I can to facilitate um, the business growth, let's say. 
But if yeah. Ineria is, is worse, well. I'm telling you, bro. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. At least you have ship level level work. That's not cheap labor. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's that's not bad. You can like employ like uh, let's say like 10, 10 people for how much? Like 500 uh, five hundred. Five hundred euros. It depends on the job, but it gets. Yeah, we, in, in India, we don't have a minimum wage. Nope. There's no minimum wage. Okay, so let's say, can you tell me more or less? Um, a security guard yeah. probably will earn fifty dollars a month. Fifty. 50 euros a month, yeah, 50 dollars, 50 yeah, euros a month. That's, that's, that's not expensive. I, I could afford one, I think. Do you know, this? that's the thing. <laughs> after, the, after the coronavirus pandemic, a lot of companies are planning to shift their manufacturing from China to India. Mm. Why? Because they don't trust Chinese anymore. Like, mm. Because Chinese are not transparent and all the pandemic and we don't know if the world is going to accept products from China or not they're thinking India would be a better option to like open up manufacturing because India is a big country too and it's cheap labor. And cheap labor, yeah. And uh, But yeah. does people really care where the products are manufactured? I mean, it's I, a question. It's, I, 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 have, I don't have the answer for, for me. But we got, I mean, depends. Like, I don't know. Let me ask you, like, would you, you knowing all this people like talking about China and Chinese, like, coronavirus would you trust it like i don't know some people might be skeptical on accepting chinese products or like countries might be i don't yeah, know what I, do you I, I don't know i i will talk for myself i i read i already knew that um, that chinese corrupted a couple of several reasons uh, <laughs> the main one the main one is is, is tibet but it's um oh yeah it's a it's a it's a let's say a topic for another day uh, but I, I still I still don't give a fuck when it's time to, to push to, case. I will say if it's it, if it has good quality for a cheaper price, I don't I don't care if, if it can. Well, I mean that's you, but I feel like a lot of I don't know. But we gonna get to know the answer. That's possible, after. you know, and and hopefully for you guys in India, you can get more more um, more business, more, more money. Business. Exactly, exactly. Indians will be happy. Yeah, uh, let's. Yeah, I hope. I hope. I hope for everyone. Everyone can can be happy. And then, besides China, those guys don't <laughs> deserve. Don't deserve. Uh, oh, my. But, you know uh, what's funny? Yeah, my finance me. friend said to me after the pandemic, India and China are the only countries in the world will have a growing economy of one percent. Everyone else in the world is going to not have a growing economy. Really? Yes. China, how, yeah, China, China, yeah, China will make for sure. China was growing like what, eight, seven percent, eight percent. And India's India's seven, eight percent too. They're the both fastest growing economies in the world. Yeah, they 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 are definitely. That's that's yeah. Good. India has been a great experience for me in general mm -hmm. because I learned a lot and I saw a lot and people kind of value life differently when they come to India. Because it is so much population, so much competition. I know my friends have gotten 99 percentile percentage. Like they're part of the 1% population in the country when it comes to their GMAT tests or whatever tests. And they still do not get into like the best business schools in India. You know, it's easier for you probably to get into some kind of a top 10 MBA university in the world rather than to get an MBA university in India. Why? Because it's because it's so competitive. There's so much people for the same job. There's and, so much people for the same role. And intelligent people also, like 
Yeah, yeah well, sure. that's the, that's why the purchase. That's why people are underpaid in India because for a security job, there are going to be twenty, fifty people ready to do the job yeah. for a cheaper price. You know, yeah. would you be yeah. a security guard for fifty dollars a year, oh. a month? <laughs> I I think I would never be a security guy. A guy like me <laughs> doesn't fit in the role. But uh, but yeah, I got I got you, I got you what you what you mean, and uh, for yeah, sure it makes it makes sense in Punching too. <laughs> But uh, yeah, for sure there is also good things if you if you can take good things out of, of that situation. If you know how to play with the system. That's well put. If you know how to play, if you know how to move in India, you can you can grow a lot if you know the people, okay. the connections. So okay, let's say uh, we are both like I have twenty four, you have twenty four as well. Twenty yeah, twenty four, mas or menos. Mas or menos, yeah. So let's say, how good is for um, um, a guy or a girl of our age go to India and um, and start a business or looking for job opportunities? Uh, how how can you rate that experience for like say one to ten? Is it is it worth it? Go to India is not worth it. Go try India. Should we go to let's say a different country in Asia or whatever? What you what you what you think? Well, to be very honest, João. Um, since you're coming from Europe, your standards are way different. Your purchasing standards are different and everything. If you were to look for a job, I would advise for you to look for other Asian countries like Singapore or because they pay much better compared to India. But when it comes to doing business, like their businesses like Flipkart that are competing with Amazon and they are worth seven i don't know a lot of money like there's like walmart acquired amazon like flipkart for 70 billion dollars so yeah it is pretty good you know but I got, I got, from I got job, job perspective i'm gonna say probably look for another country because yeah. you're not gonna get paid well yeah yeah i i know I, or or maybe or maybe I, I don't know, maybe it locates, a, let's say, a part of your business in, in, in India if you need to look for a cheap labor. Or, you should um, definitely do that. Yeah, Asian, got, if you are looking to enter the Asian market, India and China should be your top priority. I'm, I'm just, I, I, the thing is, I don't know much people in China, so I'm not sure how easy it is to, to get in. I know that India looks easy, at least uh, easier than, than China, because I don't have much information about China, but... Um, yeah, the more but, connections you have, it, it all comes down to the connections. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Okay, uh, thank you. Um, so, last question. Go ahead. Um, for, let's say, a tourist perspective, give me a top three places to, to go in India. Okay, top three places. Yeah. Number one has to definitely be Varanasi. Okay. Varanasi is probably one of the oldest cities of India and they are the most culturally, they're very old in culture and you get to see the real India in Varanasi, number one. Wait, 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 but why? Why do you like, what's, what's so special about that place? When you come into India, you're coming to experience India because India is all about that experience. Like if I were to tell anyone you are in your lifetime, you have to go to India, no matter what. And Varanasi has to be the top because it is the most, it is like the most religious place 
of India, the most religious place. And you have all the gurus and the monks and everyone sitting there and like doing their thing. And you get to see the whole culture. When, when, you, when you mention spirituality, you mention Hindu or Buddhism? Varnas is more to do with Hinduism. Okay. Yeah. Right. If you were to see beauty, I would say Kerala. Kerala is all about the beauty, the nature, the lakes, the trees, the rivers. That's number two. Right. And I would say number three, to just to make things a little more diverse, would be Mumbai. Because Mumbai is the business capital of, you know, India. Mm -hmm. there, is, there is party over there at least? Oh, I mean, I bet it's, I think Mumbai has the best. Actually, you know what? If you want to party, go to Goa. Okay, okay. Goa is like, it's like the beach point right. of India. It's like Barcelona. You would come to Barcelona for the beach, for the party, for everything. If you want to do that, go to Goa. Right, okay, gotcha. And gotcha. funny thing is, Goa is Portuguese colonized. Uh, a few centuries ago, we went there, make some business, and uh, they still speak Portuguese. <laughs> there you go. But you'll find a lot of Portuguese-speaking people in Portugal. And also, and also, I think it's, I'm not sure, you tell me if you know, um, it's also, I think it's the only city where you can go to casinos in, in India, am I right? To be honest, casinos is banned in the land of India. So what you have is ships, yachts, you have like all of that stuff in Goa. Okay. I know personally someone who owns it, owns it probably a $10 million ship and he has his own casino over there. So you can only have casinos outside the land. So it's all in the sea. So Goa is the capital for casinos Got it. at the sea. The Portuguese, y'all came, did business in, in Indian, that's why Goa is. But the funny, I don't know if you all know this, but we were British colonized. So the Britishers came, there's this East India Company that came and like colonized our country and we were under rule. This was about 60, 70, oh, 60, 70 years. Sorry guys, if I don't know the exact number of our independence, but <laughs> you should, that's you when... Should. As Indian, as Indian, you should you should know it. I no, should, I, man. I'm feeling ashamed. I'm I'm joking. I'm joking, bro. You... <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, exactly. So we were British colonized, and we had a freedom fight. Where this way, Gandhi came in, and he came up with the non-violence movement, and we got freedom. But fun fact, y'all did not know. I think uh, India was one of the first diamond mines in the world, and then it was Brazil, which was second. And the biggest diamond on planet Earth is called the Kohinoor diamond, which is from India. And the Britishers apparently stole that diamond and it's right now sitting in the Queen, the Queen of England's crown. If you Google Queen of India crown, you are going to see a big diamond. And that's, and that's from, from India. That's from India. Oh, that is Indian. You guys should know that. So we have the biggest diamond in the world. But do you have any idea how much is worth it? That if you, I don't know, man. If I look, it's on price. It's there is no price tag on that, man. Okay, bro. Uh, thank you, thank you very much for your inputs. They were really nice. I, I hope that could bring some uh, good information for people that are interested in in India. I'm sure. I'm sure if um, if there is anyone that wants to know more or have any questions, they can uh, reach you by LinkedIn or, or Instagram. LinkedIn, Instagram, I'm everywhere. You can probably find Davi underscore Suroi for 
Instagram. And if you look for Davi Salcero, you're going to find me on LinkedIn. You guys connect with me. And thanks for having me, Joe. It's been fun just thank to you. share thank my you. perspective. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. Uh, I, I will see also if I can put the links uh, in the podcast. I'm, I'm still new here, so I'm not sure if I can do it. But anyway, thank you very much for your energy, for being here. You are, you are the best, bro. Thank you very much. Let's make the world, but you have to stay home. Listen this show about things you might not know. Badum badum, badum, badum badum bade, badum badum, badum, badum badum bade, badum bade.